Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Hashtag Living It. I, I always forget what episode we're on. I think it's 47. Is it 47? Your guess is gooder than, gooder than mine. Gooder than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Better than mine. Uh, I think it's 46 or 47. Okay. No, it's 47. Moving on. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Living It. This is episode 47. And I'm here with my wife. Okay. Of almost 16 years. Starting next week. (laughs) It hasn't been easy. Tina Da Silva. So yeah, so this is a uh, uh, Tuesday night. This is the night before the girls start school. So the girls finally go back to school. How you feeling? Oh man, it has been. It's weird because it's been a really long summer, but I also feel like we didn't have enough time to do things. Yeah, it's definitely been. Um, it's been an extremely crazy. off summer. Yeah, it's definitely been a crazy, weird summer. We got the windows open. Holy smokes. My God, it's like we live on a highway. Yeah, you can hear that motorcycle. We got the windows open. Uh, uh, If anybody who is listening for the first time, we um, were husband and wife, and we have our podcast in our dining room. In the dining room. And this is just our way for for us to have a conversation without the kids interrupting. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> they we, usually interrupt. If you listen to past episodes, they interrupt sometimes. They so interrupt. Even doing a podcast doesn't matter. But anyways, that's what makes us unique. And I hope this is what uh, gets you guys interested in listening to us because we're just real. We don't pull any punches. We ain't fake. We ain't trying we to ain't do fake. We ain't trying to be professional. We even ain't professional. We we should, uh, <laughs> but we don't have the best equipment, which is okay. You know, we uh, we want to do this podcast, and uh, instead of waiting until we have a bunch of money to buy the best equipment, we just work with what we have and we do it anyways. Mm-hmm. And people listen and people like it, so we're gonna continue to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, so the girls, so you did some back to school shopping with the girls. Yeah. How was that? That was uh, the mall, which yeah. we I can't believe. Like, I literally haven't been to the mall all summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, all summer. Yeah. When I brought them. This is what I'm saying. Like, we, like I feel like like time. we didn't get to do anything. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it's definitely been weird. Um, I've just been working a lot. And then mm-hmm. just, you know, we just haven't had time. We went to the beach a couple of times. A couple of times? Try once? No, we went twice. What other beach? What are no. you talking about? That must have been with your other family. No, we went to one time we went to Long Sands and the other time we went to Short Sands. When Where we went to the Shorts, heck have I been? No, we went to when we went to Short Sands, that was on my birthday. Oh, I forgot about your birthday trip. Yep. Anyways, so yep. yes, the mall. Um, but actually... Wait a minute. No, they're back to school shopping because we only have two going back to school. Thank God. We only have two. Carissa is done. Yeah. So we went to Burlington Coat Factory for clothes and then the mall for, um, you know, their... Actually, I, I even got backpacks at Burlington, but we went to the mall just the other day just to kind of finish up the rest of it. 
Well, what'd you get at the mall for them? Just their um their lunch bags. That's so weird. Lunch bags at the mall? I don't know. I was like, well, let's just Usually go to the mall Target because we had no, well, we hadn't been there. We hadn't been there all summer, like I said. So I was just figuring, you know, a mall trip and we did lunch at the yeah. mall and um, you know, just uh grabbed and they were like 50% off. And that's what I was thinking. That. Either Sears or JC Penney's would have a good you know sale and the 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 school section was very small like okay we haven't even started yet and everything's gone um how how early how early do you think some people start back to school shopping do you think like the last day of school they start back to school shopping you think like that early i mean if you're super organized and like to be super ahead of things then you know a couple of like you know like a month before school like i'm usually doing it like a week or two before school when is too early too early i don't know when you can't even tell if it's back to school shopping or not is it just regular shopping at that point usually they start the back <laughs> to school shopping like like the like i would say probably after the july 4th mm-hmm. because because in this because near the end of the school you have like the Memorial Day sales, then the 4th of July sales, and then after 4th of July, I think they just ramp up the back to school, mm-hmm. and then well, August... Well, they have, there's some sales here and there, too. Yeah, and yeah. as they're, and then August starts, and they're still doing the, they were kind of doing the back to school, but kind of weaning it out, but starting the Halloween... Oh, they got Halloween out already, definitely. Yeah, which is so depressing. Yeah, I know. It's so depressing. Uh, what people are, what people what would are excited you about Halloween? But when I see Halloween decorations, okay. up, I get depressed. Anyways, what would you wear to school for the first day? Like, like would you have a new outfit to go yeah, back to school? Yeah, I always had a new outfit. But was it like okay, you dressed up? Yeah. What do you mean, like dress up? Like I don't know, like, like a, a button-up button-up shirt? Up shirt. No, like, <laughs> no, you know me. Nah, like uh, no, nah, my I mean, growing up, like we were like lower middle class. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't poor, but like we we never went without. So we always, you know, we always did have back back to school shopping. Mm-hmm. But up until maybe like high school, maybe middle school, I would say probably middle school when I started to recognize name brands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like elementary school, it was always like. Caldors, Bradleys, mm-hmm. and Payless shoes. Hey everybody, have you heard the news? There's a back to school sale at Payless for you. Yeah, they got what you need when the summer ends. Like pencils and notebooks, crayons and pens. Watercolors, cooking, tube socks and shoes. Scissors and erasers, anything you choose. Lunch boxes, pencil boxes, notebook paper, glue, typewriters, calculators, tape recorders too. Even got a scooter, gotta get the best. You gotta get more, but you're gonna pay less. So what's the best part? About back to school, it's a back to school sale at Payless. Mm-hmm. You know, my my mom went cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, but then when I started to recognize like brand names, like I want Adidas, I want Nikes, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. My mom always found like the like the frugalest places. I remember, I don't even remember where it was, but for some reason, I'm thinking it was Marlboro. I don't know why, but every time I think about this place, I think it was in Marlboro. But I'm not sure. But there was this place 
that they sold a bunch of sneakers but i don't know if they were like used they didn't i don't remember them used but what they were they never came in a box they were in like bins but the pairs would be together they would be like I don't know, zip tied together or like tied together. They were like together somehow. Mm -hmm. And you would go through these bins and find your size sneakers, but they would be Nikes. It would be Adidas. Mm -hmm. They would be, you know, uh, Fila, um, like all these brand name sneakers. And I remember my mom found this place. I don't, I don't know if a friend told her. Why do I feel like my mom would have been there if this place was like, yeah, I don't know if a friend told her about it or how she found out about it. I just remember her bringing us there. Mm hmm. And I remember going through these bins. I remember I got, um, I think they were black. I don't know if they were black or dark blue Nikes. Um, but I just remember this place. I think I ready, I think we lived in Westboro. We moved to Westboro. I think I already have met you. Um, I think it was probably for seventh grade. I don't remember, but I remember this place. But, um, but I remember, yeah, my mom would, we would get maybe a couple of shirts and uh, a couple of pair of pants and a pair of sneakers. You know, that's yep. what my brother and I would get. We wouldn't get out like a whole wardrobe. I remember like, especially moving into Westboro in our ritzy town. These kids just like have a whole new wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Day three, I'm back to those clothes i probably wore the previous year (laughs) now our girls for like in time for the first day of school they have a first day of school outfit and that's it yeah they don't have i mean they've got a ton of clothes right i'm only gonna do something if it's necessary i'm not gonna go and buy them a whole new wardrobe because that's what you do for back to school yeah like that's not necessary they always have a first day of school outfit yeah but here's why i was asking when i went when i had like especially the first day of school like i would be dressed up like a skirt shirt new shoes like dressed up yeah and i just i don't see that these days it's just like it was shorts and a big a big t-shirt it was probably (laughs) like that like maybe like first second grade like i remember i had like a kindergarten um like i wore like a little bow tie like kindergarten in brazil and i remember i wore like a button-up shirt but I know we're I just remember about, I mean, everybody was dressed up on right. the first day of school. Yeah, everybody was dressed up. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah. don't. I feel like nobody dresses up anymore. Nah, it's all about the designer clothes and things like that. But like, yeah, I mean, with our girls, like throughout the summer, we're buying them clothes. So for me, it's like, but with me, it's like my parents weren't buying me clothes throughout mm-hmm. the summer. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They would buy me like clothes for first day of school, mm-hmm. and then Christmas. And then like a birthday and maybe a couple of times in between, maybe mm-hmm. I would get like no, it was clothes. just when you needed it, you yeah. start growing out of your pants or right. whatever. You right. Know? So like I, I would I never had like five pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. I always had like I'm just trying to figure out like the style these days. Like I'm picking up the girls from school and I'm literally sitting there going, I don't even see a style. Like, is there a style? Like, do kids have styles anymore? Like, like is there, like, there's no, like, statement look. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, what's the look 
that the kids want to do that's in well I like mean, i don't know it's still it to my surprise it's still leggings yeah you know i thought that was gonna be a fad like that'll <laughs> that'll fade yeah but it's it's not no, um, i think leggings are here leg, for a very leg, long time leggings are pants you know yeah when in my day they were they were tights um <laughs> under like, your dress or under your skirt no, i don't know you just gotta the, be careful that they're not see-through <laughs> or leggings is the fall piece of clothing of choice yeah. for all new englanders yeah new england girls mm-hmm. i'm nah. just like what's the style yeah. I, I just feel like there's no like you know clearly we know what the style was in the 80s yeah clearly we know what the style was in the 90s yeah but like in the 80s like, i mean in the, the 80s style you, i mean in the 80s you had like you, you had the goth back then you had the punk rocker dudes and then you had like the preppy i really don't even see that but that they, there's like had, different yeah the preppy you had the jock i don't even see that i'm trying but to I tell think you i don't think see there, that. i think there still is uh i mean it's different for boys for girls it's like you know i just think everybody goes to school super comfortable now like yeah. everybody's like eh well i mean <laughs> i'm just gonna go to comfortable school, i mean once you i mean especially at high school yeah uh the jocks they you could tell the jocks mm-hmm. once you get to high school yeah and then you obviously could tell like you know you that's when really i mean but when you're elementary school even middle school sometimes you can't the kids haven't found their style yet i think it's when in high school yeah is really when they find yeah. themselves. I feel some like kids, kids are just going comfortable. Yeah, some kids find it in like middle school and a couple of times in elementary school, but it's mm-hmm. mostly because of the parents, you know. The and kids, I'm usually sitting here going, "Where are these kids' jackets?" Yeah, if the, yeah. Like, where is the jacket? But it was weird. <laughs> it was weird because um, um, it's funny because um, who started school? There was kids out there today was it the high school started school today no honey you have a high schooler oh yeah that's right you have a Why freshman see... oh maybe it was in our town oh it was shrewsbury that's right the, uh, the town next to us yeah they started today so all the I'm towns like, Here we are go. all different I'm i like, think we westbro start started today buses mall Hassabet, i think started today ah uh, the freshman did yeah the freshman it's all different. Yeah. It's it, all different. Yeah, you just got to <laughs> you got to check your website. Get back into the groove of things. Yeah, you know. we're going to try over here. It has been <laughs> it has been such an off summer. Yeah. We need to get back on track. turn let's go right now i'm so lost i need to get into when i got frequency my life's so crazy hectic get me out of lunacy this thing in me it's beating me down so much it's happened recently running in circles get me out of the loop but it's how repeatedly holding on to something it's got a tighter grip i'm so angry at this moment i could have loaded a clip i won't flip let me calm down because at this moment i was lost not found i'm an alien on this planet one day i'm certain i'll be homeward bound Last one, but probably never blow up. Nah, yeah. It's about soul that complain about sales, breaking in some tell me to shut up. With the instruments, we better back up, we better tune up. Yeah. When we line with a frequency, you better believe you will show up. Watch us, watch us, go ahead and watch us. Watch us, go ahead and watch us. Watch us, go ahead and watch us. Turn it up. Watch us, watch us, go ahead and watch us. Watch us, go ahead and watch us. Watch us, go ahead and watch us. 
Living it with Tina and Anderson. Yeah, it is. Um, so, um, so I had that show back um, down in Rhode Island. Um, it was a. It, it's funny because when I got there, I was just like, okay, the venue was like in the basement of uh, this, you know, Lithuanian club. Mm-hmm. You know, the it's lit like a, club. it's like the V. Yeah, they call it the lit club, but it's lit for Lithuanian, and uh, it's like a VFW. So it was in the basement. So I was like, okay, you know, whatever, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was probably one of like one of the best shows because even though there was no stage and like the equipment wasn't the best, like I had to like really like talk to the DJ and be like, all right, you got to get the volume of the beat up. You got to get the volume of my mic up and get it right. Where a lot of the artists didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things as an artist, you're you seasoned. have to, yeah, it's one of the things you got to know, you know as an artist sound. is you got to know like, okay, can they hear me? Can I hear myself? You know, <clears throat> because it really makes a difference because the first it's funny because all right, so here we go. Every time, like I do a show, I always have a critique of other artists. But I have a critique for myself as well, because I am not like the best. I'm still climbing. But uh, the first artist, the dude can flow. The dude have bars. You could totally tell he had bars. But here's the thing that I find out with a lot with a lot of artists, <clears throat> they they focus so much on having bars that they totally ignore about how they're going to perform performing now the reason why i started thinking this way is i heard an interview with andy minio andy minio is one of my favorite rap artists and when andy minio talked about uh writing music finding a beat and writing it he always thinks about how he's gonna perform it it was like an epiphany for me i was like that's it that's how you got to do it. You got to fun- be part of your plan. Yeah. Cause like, all right, I got to, it's not about like, Oh, how it's going to sound in the car. It's like, how am I going to perform this? Yeah. How am I going to get this to go viral? You know? So, um, so yeah, where I feel like a lot of artists don't do that. And here's man, look, I've been performing in a lot of clubs, just trying to be the light up in these places. <laughs> and, these dudes, they gotta stop performing. They 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 stop stop gonna get. I can't even talk. You gotta get. <laughs> gotta get get. <laughs> they gotta stop getting high before they perform. I'm telling uh, you, man. You could totally tell. That doesn't make any sense. It just to me. it just ruins the show. Like it doesn't make any sense to me though. I I think it's they trying they they're trying to calm their nerves. Okay, but well, they clearly did a little too much. You if got, you can clearly nah, see you, by their performance that they're high. Right. You got to get over those nerves. You got to get over it. Like, And I if you're going to put a Band-Aid on it, then you're never going to get yeah, over this it. This was a small venue with about 30 people there. No stage. And I got nervous. I had nerves. You always do. But like you, once you get in there, you, first the thing is you got to find uh, an easy track. This is what I figured out for myself. 
is you got to find an easy track that you can open with. Mm-hmm. That's like your icebreaker. Yeah. So I have never given up with when I was with last ones because it's an easy track and it's a hype track. And then it gets me into the groove. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the artists were really good. Um, you know, the first dude who opened up um, bars, straight bars. But he just stared at the ground the whole time he was rapping. Yep. Didn't even move. Yep. You know, but um, everybody, a, a lot of the other guys were really good. There's a girl named Vienna who sang and rapped. Um, but it's like, <clears throat> it's funny. I've been with shows where there were girl performers and the girls, just like the guys, when it comes to perform, you should be comfortable. So I know girls that wear like their sweats, a t-shirt, not like baggy sweats, you know, like they're stylish and mm-hmm. sneakers, Yeah. you know, they, you know, I remember one girl was wearing jeans and a t-shirt, like a t-shirt and sneakers. She was comfortable. Uh, which it made her performance so much better because she was free. She can move. She wasn't restricted by her clothes. This girl was wearing like a tight, like low dress and like high heel boots. Mm-hmm. Can't so it's good when she could sing. So when she was did the songs, where she just sang, which was nice. But when she was doing her hype rap songs, she can't move. She can't move. She can't move. She can't it perform. Reminds her song. me of when I went to go see Mariah Carey in concert. She does not move. She can't move. She's doing the same thing. She's got like the wicked, wicked, yeah. wicked high heels. She does a lot of sitting. Yeah. Literally. I mean, I know she's getting older, but I was like, wow. But did she have like. She can't. She had, Her dress was super tight. Yeah. And like she could not move. Does she have like a lot of dancers and perf- like mm, a lot of. Not really. But did she have. But here's the thing with like professionals. Like artists who are signed when they wear like crazy outfits to perform they they have re- rehearsals then they have dress rehearsals they have dancers they have all these videos all this stuff going mm-hmm. on so you're not just looking at them mm-hmm. you're looking at all this there was, like all this stuff going on i remember there being a lot of songs that it was just her on the stage yeah and there was literally one song where she was sitting like they brought in like her throne yeah like she's like a queen or yeah whatever so but when you're like a small time and you're performing at like a basement mm. of the vfw <laughs> you, know, of the VFW. you know what i mean uh for me um for me i think for me man one of the things that i i definitely have to um get myself uh with is i think i just gotta flow and transition with the songs a little bit better i am getting a lot better than i used to interacting with the crowd and things like that uh i think it was well, really considering good. most of them don't seem to interact with the crowd at all yeah but i think it was you're really, different i think it was really good because like um they were definitely responding to a lot of the music so it made it easy but i still think i got a lot of work to do when it comes transitioning from song to song mm-hmm. so i still got a lot of work there to do but i do have a few more shows i am going back to the lit club <laughs> for another going back to the show. basement people. different promoter different artists uh, but I do have a few uh, shows coming up, which is, uh, you know, got a lot of shows coming. It's uh, just keep getting more and more shows. So I'm really happy about that. And uh, things are getting, things are getting good. Things are getting good. Hey, what's up, everybody? Once again, it's your boy, Anderson De Silva, a.k.a. Good Friday. And I'm over here with another book for review for you guys. I know... 
a lot of times Christians, uh, the books that they're always suggested to read are self-help books or kind of like maybe like uh, maybe some motivational books or Bible study books. Uh, but I like to read a lot of Christian fiction and just something that likes to peel the layers of truth. But today, I'm not going to review a Christian fiction book, but, but I do believe this is a must-read book because this is one of the most phenomenal books I've ever read in my life. It is a biography, and it's a biography of a pastor called Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I don't know if anybody has ever heard of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Not only was he his pastor, he was also a Nazi resistor and a martyr. This book was written uh, by uh, an author, Martin Doblemeyer. Not sure if I'm, I'm not sure if I am pronouncing that right. Martin Doblemeyer, D-O-B-L-M-E-I-E-R. Probably a German since Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a German. So Dietrich Bonhoeffer was around during Nazi Germany as a pastor. And the way the book starts off, I just love the way it starts off. It basically starts off by his two parents hearing about his death on German radio. How devastating is that? But his story is something to be celebrated and something to be very inspired by. The man who has such a huge resume, which I'm not going to be able to go through all of it, but the man was born in February 4th, 1906 in Germany. He was born into a very large family and, you know, he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior and he um, just grew up just just uh, he also studied in America and in the book one of the things he noticed is during that time when he was studying in America and seeing how America was treating the African-American and he was like you know here's America gonna be fighting Germany because of how they're treating Jews and look how they're treating African-Americans and he was just dumbfounded by that, um, but it was just something that uh, made him strong in his faith and just just uh, made him just gain just so many friendships and so many, um, just so many connections throughout the world and just to help his ministry. He wanted to help the youth. He wanted to help young men uh, to be uh, followers of Christ. And um, But as he grew, as he grew older and in the midst of World War II, he um, really felt that God wanted him to kill Hitler. Yes, he felt God wanted him to kill Hitler. Whether that was God or not, that's up to you to determine. Um, but he was part of the Valkyrie Project, which was, uh, which was a bunch of Nazi Nazis who wanted to kill uh, Hitler, and but throughout his life, he um, not only you know I don't want to talk about just how he wanted to kill Hitler, but he influenced so many people 
um, so many, so many young men who grew up to be pastors and, uh, you know, followers of Christ. And he um, was just a huge inspiration. Um, he was married. Uh, he also, um, not only, but he, he studied a lot in the uh, United States and studied a lot in, um, you know, in Germany as well. And, but throughout the book, not only did it talk about his, his journey um, through his faith, but also it just, it just talked about a lot of the things that the Germans did, that Nazi Germany did. And man, it's just fascinating and horrifying at the same time. I, I'm fascinated with the history of World War II. I've seen a ton of movies of World War II, not just not just ones from the United States, but foreign ones uh, made made in Europe. So I'm very fascinated with that history, and um, just to read about it um, through Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Uh, a man of faith through his eyes and just see what he went through and what he interpreted what the Nazi Germany was doing to the poor Jews uh, but it's so inspirational because you know through war people lose faith but he held steadfast to his faith and was very strong and when he was about to get executed uh, a German a Nazi uh, soldier said to him, so this is the end. And he looked at the Nazi soldier dead in the face and said, no, it's just the beginning. Man, to have that calm and have that faith in the face of death, man, absolutely amazing. It's This is pretty much the only biography I've ever read. I haven't really seen any other biographies that really interested me, but man, it, it's a it's a big book, it's a big read, but you you would just you would just be hungry for the next page. It's a, an absolute page turner. And an you know, I always thought an autobiography would have a lot of big words, hard to read. It was not like that for me. Look, I am a big reader, but my vocabulary is not huge. It is getting bigger the more I read, but it's not huge. So sometimes I'm always, I get a little um, intimidated when I see a big book and I'm like, this is gonna be hard to read. This is something that maybe like a professor would wanna read, but no, it was not like that. Well-written, easy read, and man, it's just, it's just amazing. It's a phenomenal book that any Christian, uh, not just Christian, but but absolutely a Christian should read. Uh, it can definitely help your faith because if a guy can have this kind of faith in the face of horror, come on, this is just amazing. Uh, so Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Uh, if you're looking at how to spell Dietrich, uh, Dietrich is spelled uh, D-I-E. No, I'm sorry. It is, yeah. D-I-E-T-R-I-C-H. So diet and rich together. Bonhoeffer, B-O-N-H-O-E, two F's, E-R. Bonhoeffer, B-O-N-H-O-E-F-F-E-R. So just look up uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer 
uh, biography on Amazon. Uh, there is a sale going on, so hey, if you want to pick it up or just go to your local library. So this, once again, this is another book review by Anderson De Silva, aka Good Friday. And I'll check you guys on the next one. Uh, follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Good Friday Hip Hop. And follow me on Twitter at G Friday Hip Hop. And thank you guys for listening. And I'll get you another book review next week. God bless. Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. So Tina's dad is at the Whittier uh, rehab. He's uh, in rehab now. So he's... uh, not that kind of rehab. Explain. Yeah. For anybody who listened to the last podcast, we know he, he was sick. We uh, But at that time, we didn't know what he was diagnosed with. Now we do. So now he's in a rehab. and um, Trying to gain back his muscle yeah, strength. Yeah. He hadn't used his legs in over a month. Yeah. So He literally has to relearn how to do everything. Yeah. He has to relearn how to shave. Yeah. He was doing that today, actually. Oh, that's good. He's doing, you know, physical therapy yeah. and literally just walking around yeah. the facilities. So he's getting a lot of visitors and he's uh, definitely... Uh, doing a lot better so on uh, hashtag bring tony home and so. it's much better than going to the hospital yeah yeah you know it's literally right down the street from my mom yeah so she goes there in the morning then she'll go back if there's a baseball game on and yeah. they get to watch the baseball game it's been and he has a window it's been good yeah okay it's a huge window yeah. but yeah. every time our daughters visit he cries he cries when they, when they every leave. time yeah. and this is like the man that like i think the last time i saw him cry was well i mean when he says grace he yeah. always tears oh, yeah. So yeah. i don't know why my dad yeah. like for like christmas meal you know yeah. he'll say grace and he he gets all yeah uh, you know choked up yeah um, but like when he like cry cry would um, last time would be my wedding almost 16 years ago so you know, and he cries almost every time somebody visits. You know, yeah. he's thankful for his visitors yeah. and the time that he has. And, yeah. You know, yes. Yeah, so. Just trying to get him home, getting the house ready. Yeah. Um, been, turning a dining room into a bedroom. Yeah. It's been a lot of work, a, but we got more. <laughs> turning more a bathtub into a stand-up shower. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done a lot of work. Still a lot of work ahead of us. Um, so yeah, hashtag bring Tony home. Bring he just Tony wants home. to. Be home and uh, enjoy enjoy his family. So it's it's um, gonna be a tough road, but uh, we're gonna try to make it as joyful and happy mm-hmm. as possible for him. Mm-hmm. Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. So as some of you probably know, um, just, I've been doing some um, book reviews on um, on YouTube, and uh, I got two out right now. And uh, I've also been contributing to um, 
Rep Yo City radio show. Rep Yo City. I've been uh, contributing and doing book reviews for them. What do you do? You you record those and then you send them off to him. Yeah. Okay. So when does he play them? Uh, He has show Thursday nights, no Wednesday nights and Fridays. And your that that your reviews would be on both nights. Yeah. Okay. The same one both nights. Yeah. 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 I've been doing like one a week. So probably when I'm done with this podcast, I should go do one real quick because he has a show tomorrow. Um, um, So uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So I was in New Bedford today and I got to see the ocean. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to the ocean one more time. Like we said, it's been an off summer. (laughs) Man, I just love the ocean. (laughs) No, like literally obsessed. Like you have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So and we, we live at like an hour and a half, two hours from any ocean. Yeah. There really is not one that's like closer. No. no. But you know what? New Bedford Ocean is nice, but it's not as nice as me. No, it's not. No. It's not our ocean. No. no. But we got this pool, right? So I did some work for somebody, uh, Tina's uncle, Tina's aunt, and uh, we got this pool. It's 15 A foot, bladder pool. Yeah, 15-foot pool, <laughs> four feet pool. high. And man, we never thought a pool that small could be a lot of work. <laughs> it's been it's green for the second time yeah it's i don't like, even man, understand how can we ever take care of a, a bigger pool well see like, this is yeah this is we're learning this is our learning this is, this is our, our learning, learning pool this is our yeah our training this pool. is our pre-pool yeah yeah you know how people have like training bras this is our, tra- <laughs> this is our training bra of pools <laughs> yeah this is our training pool. it's been ridiculous yeah for when we get a bigger one but but the girls have uh, enjoyed it even though they got it <laughs> like so funny. one month. Lana literally goes up to like her thigh. Yeah. And she's walking it's around It's funny because it. like, it's supposed to be a four foot pool, but I don't think it goes up to four feet. I don't think so. I really don't it's think weird. it is. Yeah. No. But you know, hey. It's up to like Maya's like lower waist. And yeah. then it's up to Maya, uh, Lana's like thigh. And she literally walks around. Just walks around. <laughs> I'm like Lana. Why don't you like? You can swim. You get. You can get wet. Right. Get wet. <laughs> they go from trampoline to pool. Trampoline right. to pool. But um, let's see. What else can we talk about? Because I'm kind of. I don't here. know. It's just gonna be a short one. Cause I told you we got the girls got school tomorrow. Yeah, the girls got school and. Uh, they don't take the bus. No. So that means I'm back on the clock. Yep. Like literally, the summer for me is like, woohoo! Oh, you know what? <laughs> no so more bus. Right schedule. in front of our house, so we have the street in front of us, right? So, uh, like a few months back, our neighbor, like we're like in we're like in a corner. Yeah, we have and, a corner. Uh, the neighbor lot. kind of across the street from us, they had like a water main break, mm-hmm. and it pretty much like made like. A like, sinkhole. Yeah, a sinkhole in the road. In the and the road. they did a terrible patch job. They basically, like, I don't know what their deal was. I don't know if they were trying to save materials, but clearly there were other holes they needed to patch up, and yeah. they just did not. They no, just didn't. So I talked to the uh, town selectman, and he came over here, took pictures. Took his own pictures. He talked to the neighbor. And, and we're like, woohoo, something's happening. We're not going to be in a sinkhole anymore. And then nothing. Nothing. Nothing's happened. What's going on, man? So I got to send him a message. Be like, bro, what's going on? Seriously? It makes no sense. Yeah. So we definitely, 
This is this is what we deal in suburbia. In suburbia, our no, like it literally like all of the little they're like little divots, like little tiny sinkholes, yeah. and they're drive around they're it. like we have to drive around them, which is super awkward because it lands us on the other side of the road, yeah. and we're on a corner. So if somebody was coming, forget about it. But anyways, it's like literally creeping towards our house. Yeah, like even our neighbor was like, uh. <laughs> Right. Like, is your house okay? I'm like, yeah. Sinkhole in our house. Yeah, we're about to get somebody. sucked in. I'll tell but you right now. Let me ask these you listeners. Look, has anybody has ever dealt with a post office that's a pain in the butt? Oh my god, it's crazy. Our, po- our post office here is the biggest pain in the butt because when it's we terrible. moved here, when we moved here, we had our mailbox right at the door. So yep. they put a letter in our mailbox saying, hey, we would like it if you put your mailbox at the street. By for the street. Easier for yeah. us. So they I just said, pull yeah, up. Sure, no problem. I, I went and bought a mailbox pole, put a mailbox in, I put it in there. That, now they have an issue where I put my mailbox. Yeah. It's literally at the where, I don't know. I feel driveway. like it's where everybody puts their mailbox if they if they don't have it on the house. But they don't like how they, they have, have it at the end turn, of the driveway. How they have to turn into it. And sometimes sometimes in the winter, uh, they can't like go right up to it. So they might have to get out. They, our no, neighbor like still. Step. They yeah. have to step and out. Our, and our neighbor and still reach. has their mailbox right at their door. But they're complaining about my mailbox. So the last letter it says, please talk to the most master, postmaster about your mailbox. I threw it away. I ain't talking to him. Screw that. <laughs> I threw it away. Yeah, I'm not talking to the mail. I'm not. I'm not and then the, they oh. they leave those um those uh pictures yeah in I'm, the mailbox of how we're supposed to uh, shovel out yeah our flipping mailbox and the clearance. It's like yeah yeah guy whatever. I'm like not, yeah, not. we need a picture because we don't know how yeah. to. What are you gonna do? Stop giving me my mail? But do I don't, I don't get it because mo- a lot of the people in the neighborhood still have their mailbox on their house. Yeah, and we have it by the road, and they're complaining about literally having to put a leg out, maybe take a step and reach and put the mail in the mailbox. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't understand the complaint because for more than half the neighborhood, you have to get out of your vehicle, you have to go around their front yard, up their front walkway, yeah. and up to their front door. Yeah. So, no, what you, is the problem here? You asked me, to, they asked me to put the mailbox out towards the street, the street and I did that. And I did. I'm not gonna move it again. Unbelievable. Sorry. I actually had to deal with the post office today because I had to send some boxes out I literally left and went back because I was like, you got to be kidding me. They had one person ringing people up and there was a whole line. It was, it started going out the door. Yeah. And of course there, there's one person ringing people up and the person who he's ringing up has an issue. Yep. So I wasn't the only one who left. I felt like going like, really is there's nobody in the back that can help you. Yeah. We just have, I I literally will go to another town to use their post their post office. I will yeah. go to another town. Yeah, they, I will like work it into my schedule. In like, oh, I'm gonna go see mom, so I'm gonna go use the Westboro post office because I hate our post office is horrible. Yeah, and I've never we've never had issues with post office. We've lived in no. several towns. Yeah, and we've never had an issue with post office. No, ever. 
No. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm done with it. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. We're done. We are done. Another good postal tip is if you wait to deliver your mail at night, you can smell a lot of really nice dinners. Oh no, it's that Amazon drone. Try to ignore it. Hey Cleveland, what are you doing? Taking a walk? No, I'm delivering mail. By foot? Yeah, that won't take too long. Well, gotta go. Gotta deliver these fat pants to your fat son. <laughs> All right, everybody. So this is a short podcast a short for today. One. But if you could uh, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Good Friday Hip Hop and on Twitter at G Friday Hip Hop. Um, just I got a lot of content uh, every week. I put in something out, a video or whatever. Uh, just putting something out for you guys. Uh, follow Tina on Instagram at uh, Healthy Hair Solutions. Solutions and yeah. Facebook healthy hair experience yep definitely and uh follow me on uh youtube uh my url is youtube.com forward slash good friday videos or you could just uh type hashtag living it on youtube and uh you can find the videos there so i'm out that's where you can find uh, my book reviews and uh spreza box i've been doing some spreza box on uh unboxings so if you want to find out what comes in a spreza box follow me on there as well and uh happy back to school yeah so for all you parents uh i know you're all happy so yeah have fun all right so we'll check you all next time Peace. peace Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. This podcast has been brought to you by. <laughs> um, do you have to do that? Like, really? This podcast has been brought to you by. Nothing. We have no sponsors at all. No one pays us. No sponsors.